Welcome to Kitchen Counter Chat, where we laugh, we eat, and we live. Wow. wow. I am Chef RJ. I am Chef Tiffany Janelle. All right, well, we're back up in here again with another podcast. Um, podcasting is hard, y'all, just so you know. We have been Ooh, working child. really hard. Yeah, stressed out. A um, little bit. Got my pressure up sometimes. But we have to do it because we don't have a choice. We sure don't. We've invested this money, and we traveled, and we've done this, and we're building been this all around the world. Yeah, yeah. thing. But thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate all the support, all the retweets and reposts and encouraging words. Please make sure to comment. And um, um, leave positive feedback on Spotify. Um, Be Apple sure Podcast. to support us like y'all supported that chicken sandwich. I just want to say that out loud. Well, the chicken sandwich deserves deserves the support. So, okay. Well, we need the same support, the same energy. Speaking of eating ghetto shit, um, we're recording in our in a studio today in Houston, Texas. Shout out to our engineer, Chef da- Chef Damien. Damien, you Ooh. are a chef now. Well, he with what he brought in here, yeah. Um, he gifted us with a little something, something with our whistle. Um, we are drinking today some of an old head, um, fine French amber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Moment. Um, we have some Mr. Paul Masson, Paul, Paul Mason, if you will, for some of the mm-hmm. other from some of the old heads. Paul Mason with two S's. Uh huh. But this is peach, mm-hmm. and it is a grand amber brandy. So we're gonna take a little. Sip, sip of this to wet our whistle again. Thank mm. you, Damien. You just had this big ass bottle sitting around. A whole Magnum bottle and just laying around the studio. Appreciate you for dropping right. this on Have us. Have a little sip, sip, tip. All right, and here goes nothing. Cheers. Uh, whoa, it smells. Ooh, right, right. Okay, it smells like um, poo in this booth. All right, all right. Mm. Sip. Mm. Anyway. Oh, it goes down easy. It does. Cop like a mint little ice on that. That'd be nice. Yeah. It's a nice uh, summer cocktail. A little heartburn with it. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay, there, there's the burn. We also, okay. we don't have like a real snack snack today. Um, I don't know if anyone else's grandmother used to like, instead of when she didn't have peppermint, she would give you like a cough drop from time to time. But RJ picked up the watermelon flavor Ludens. So I, I wanted a Ricola. <laughs> and they didn't have any. So I saw, oh, Ludens, watermelon. That, that would be a nice treat because, you know, sometimes cough drops is nasty. Mm-hmm. I was like, watermelon, cool, try that. This is candy. It's, it's literally candy. There's nothing. There's this, no menthol. This, this does nothing. There's no menthol. What's the point of this? There's no peppermint involved. Uh, my grandmother used to give me the cherry ones, and I would just eat them like candy. Uh, they have a honey licorice. The honey The honey ones. Oh, Honey licorice? No honey licorice. Okay, no, they have a honey one, like a, but it, it's decent. But mm. the rest of them, they're just like an adult. Yeah, well, I've been Jolly popping Rancher. these Jolly Ranchers all day, and my throat still hurt. Yeah. Um. So... We I had ratchet some, black snacks today. We did have Thanks some ratchet snacks today. Um, so I got something to talk about. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know I rant. I always talk about things that are near and dear to my heart, um, that no one really cares about, that no one really pays attention to, and that no one's probably going to fix, but I'm going to keep talking about it just because I do. A lot of my friends call me, um, they say that I'm an old, uh, crotchety Republican white man trapped in a very attractive, handsome, black LGBT man's body. Um, is that the description? That is the description. Okay. The very attractive part may or may not have been added by me, but I mean, if you see my Instagram, you know that it mm. is a fact. And um, so you're saying you're a black snack? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Heard. I am a black um, entree, actually. Oh. Yes. Let them know. Yeah. I like to. I usually refer to myself as a meal plan. Okay. Like a meal prep. Like I'm a plan. So okay. I'm a plan of action. Oh, uh, you record. You have steps and things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can start off with snacks and work our way up. To, okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Chef, teach me, mm. chef. A week of a week of meals. Uh, so what we're what I got to rant about today? Uh, I'm in Houston as we're recording here, um, in in Tiffany's hometown, 
And I'm staying at the Westin. Shout out to the Westin Medical Center downtown. Or is that downtown? I don't know where it is. Uh, it's the medical center. center. I don't know where mm-hmm. it is. Anyway, so they, I go in. Hotel's really nice, renovated. And these hotels now, they're giving you the uh, rainfall showers. I was going to go take a shower, wash off the day. And I got this rainfall shower in here. You thought you were in Barbados? Somewhere like in 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 the lagoon, or I don't know, I don't know. It, it it was not a rainforest. I didn't need that. So now I got to get in here, find a shower cap that's not gonna do nothing, and I'm gonna drown. <laughs> I don't want to get my hair wet, and I, I'm just <laughs> hotels. You have to design for everyone, and that's not a black thing. We come to these hotels. We didn't come here to get doused. Yeah, and and, and not all of us are coming in there to blow it down with a pound of weed or anything. We come to just <laughs> relax. So. Can we please, can you accommodate us with a dual head maybe? Because I know the white people enjoy that. They like to get all completely soaking wet and walk out looking like wet puppies. That's not our thing. We don't, we, from, we, we, we like to control the water from the neck up. Correct. I think as a black woman, so I've recently invested in this oversized shower cap mm-hmm. to accommodate these showers. Mm-hmm. I mean, these, these things, because I want my edges covered. I want all of my weave covered. Um, I don't want to come out wet and having to blow dry. I don't even know where the blow dry really is in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, these things, it's like lo- literally like a trash bag. It's size. I don't know if anyone's oh, seen this in the, <laughs> in the beauty supply, but it's like a thing now. So if you have braids or long weaves, lady, they, ladies, they are now I mean, you selling could bundles in that thing. You could put at least five bundles inside <laughs> of this shower cap. It will assist you with these rainfall showers. But I agree. When I first saw that, I was like, I mean, that's cute, but I didn't come here for that. So I right. find myself. Standing back, right with your neck, with, with my neck, neck back, at a yeah. Angle. I wish we had Try video to today. Your body in, oh yeah. So I um. mean, for those of us <laughs> that want to like clean our bodies without, you know, washing our hair, I think they didn't care about it. And another thing about that for Black people, we like power. We want. <laughs> Because we're washing our entire body below yeah. and our legs as well. Yeah, our, the we inside out. We don't want it to just trickle down and wash over no, our body. We need it to shoot out at a seventy-five degree angle and 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 send your skin basically to get Correct. everything off. That's how showers. We work. also were taught to clean our belly buttons and other pertinent areas. So the pressure yes. of the water is we important. Need, we need that. Yeah. Shifting into the next round. So I got my shower. Um, I didn't get my hair wet. I had my my head tilt back. You got your beard wet. Um, yes, I did. Mm-hmm, I um, I go to lay down, and now the hotels they give you Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, now I you mean. can you can watch Netflix in the hotel, but you got to log into your account. Yeah, that's rude. And a lot of them you have to log in multiple times. Like if you turn TV off, you got to log back in again that's and watch fact. TV. I don't like that. Hotels, you know how much you cost. Just give me the <laughs> damn Netflix. Just put it. Just have it automatically on there. Just have the Western account. Or there. I'll give I'll give you an abbreviation of that. Allow me to enter in phone number, my phone number, Special or code. something like very like. Let me put it in as my check in information so that it's mm-hmm. permanently attached, and then I can hit the off button when that I leave. That works too. Put you it in, put it apart. Put it with my Star Wars record. Uh, Star Wood, whatever they call that thing. Preferred. I preferred. Uh, well, that's you. I'm not. I'm not there yet. Okay. Well, Star Wood is closed now. We just have. Bumble oh, now. yeah. Bumble. Sorry. I'm back in the day. Yeah, I know. I used to get that. I remember SPG. Get that right. Don't tell about it. I'm an SPG member. I I understand. <laughs> I'm a converting. <laughs> um, but no, I, I do. I agree. I think that and same thing. Like when you go to Airbnb, like guys. I mean, it's a $300 night hotel. Like, let's think about it. People want to be entertained. And people want to I mean, but just Netflix. have it. It's not enough for everybody. It's not like I have a different package than you guys. It's not like cable. I ain't it's got actually $14.99 now. But right, I'm you. still mad about that. Don't bring it up. Um, but it's the same thing across the board. Just have it in there. We watch all the same stuff. Just do that. Um, shifting gears to Netflix. This is for you. So I'm binge watching you, whatever, pick a show. 
I watch the show. You ask me without asking me and automatically do it. Swap to the next episode, right? Cool. So now the intro comes on. You ask me, do I want to skip the intro? Yes, skip the intro. So why with the next episode, why are you not skipping the intro again? Why do I have to stop every single time, find the remote, shift through the covers, oh. find the remote, get it, figure out which button it is, the skip button went away, now I got to <laughs> push play or pause to get the menu back up, do that, I didn't rewound for some reason, I went back to a different episode because I didn't know which button it's it not was. User it just ruins everything. Just mm-hmm. automatically skip the intro. Yeah, we don't. It's not like back in the day where you're introducing David Spade and whoever in the middle, in the front of the show. It's just some random artwork. We watched the first one. We don't need to see it again. Skip all the intros, please. Thank you, Netflix. That's it. I'm done. Thanks for coming to your rant. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, I mean, do you think that they're going to listen to us? Because I feel like they should. I mean, we can tag them. I think we should. We'll we, get luckily, we live in the age of social media where they do listen to us. I think so we should. Let's let's do a Twitter tag and we'll get Netflix. Twitter involved. tag gets their attention. And I'm sure between us, we know somebody that works somewhere with somebody with something. I know several somebody's and they're gonna have to do better because I'm I don't even watch TV. So that all of that right there mm-hmm. would wear me out. Oh, you don't know my struggle then. I, I don't know but it. You but you get I, it. You hear you heard what I yeah. Yeah, from a customer. We can take over the world with these phones. We really can. I got you at the damn studio. I do. You I need to start wearing. You, you, you I need got to start an Ivy Park sweat. swish swish thing going, or you got a liquid leg moving, or you got some shimmery shangles, shangles and bangles. Noise. Mm-hmm. It's full of sound effects. You cute though. <laughs> you cute as hell. But you make it too too much damn noise. Right. We they want our voices. They do. They All didn't right. come here for my personal soundtrack. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been driving around Houston, and funny thing I was noticing or that I expected was I thought I would see. Like horses, because that's what everybody says. Well, I've seen guns. Well, literal. Just, all we have live to do guns. That is in creepy. someone's hand that shall remain nameless. Um, you know, I've that's some before her. Him, oh, them, them, they. All y'all got all guns. It don't matter. Like, ain't nobody offended. No, anyway, you shouldn't be. Um, I was looking for like the ghetto. Like, oh, we can go where, there. When that's, we that's the wars, right? So it's the wars, and then Acres Homes. Okay. And I was trying to see, like, how does the gentrification work here? I, would just, I just expected in every major city, like, to see that gentrification so somewhere. So, we have two types of gentrification in Houston. Because, you know, I want to be on record and say black people, we gentrify too. Mm-hmm. Uh, even not as not as often as the people with no color. But people of color definitely gentrify as well. Um, so, we have what I consider restoration of historic areas. That's what black people do. We go back into our areas and we... You know, make everything look nice, buy a couple mm. lots, put a big mansion on it. That's what's up. And then you have people that have waited for an area to reach its final demise, and they come in and they're like, oh, well, we're going to buy up all of the grandmother's mm-hmm. homes. Mm-hmm. And so here, what has been gentrified is Houston's Fourth Ward, for sure. Okay. Houston's Fourth Ward is also also known as Freemanstown. Freemanstown is where freed slaves would go and live because it's mm. the only area they were accepted in. Wow. So now it's called Midtown. Okay. And mm. basically the blacks can't even afford to live there. So mm. uh, now you have a pushback into Houston's historic third ward, which is also quietly being gentrified and turned into the museum district, which is an expansion of a mm. real place. The museum district mm-hmm. is actually where your hotel is. But when oh. you go a little further and cross over 288, you're now in third ward. Okay. Third ward suffered from the crack epidemic and from like... who's from third ward? Is somebody... Beyonce. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. She moved out of there quickly, though, I'm assuming. Well, she she's she from Third Ward, but then they also live, like, off Braisewood, off the bike. I okay. mean, they've lived a few places. I'm thinking so. of a rapper, though. Oh, oh Scarface? I don't know much about That's before my time. Okay, well, it's Bun- a lot of... Where's Bun B from? Bun B's from Port Arthur, Texas. Which okay. is at PAT, which is between Houston. Oh, PAT. Hey. Um, uh, a little pimp city. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, so, I mean, gentrification is what I would consider when black areas are basically infiltrated, as we know, that's a raw definition. But here, it's a little funny because... And, and Latino and Mexican, too, as well. Correct. And so there's a lot of infiltration into our neighborhoods now. Like, the other day, I was in Third Ward, and a white lady was just walking, walking her dog down the street, and I was like, she don't even know where she at. Mm. She two blocks from the crack house, and she just out here living her life. Like, they're just unaware of what they mm-hmm. sit in the middle of. And so what's unfortunate is just that we can't afford to always historically, like, restore our neighborhood. So yeah. what happens is developers just come in, buy up a bunch of lots, put a bunch of unaffordable housing. Mm-hmm. You put a $3 million house next to a $100,000 lot, mm-hmm. And now we have what we would consider infiltration, gentrification. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a piss some people off real quick, but that's our fault. Facts. Oh, do you agree? I agree. Okay, I'm saying that's our fault because we are not aware of what things cost nowadays. I feel like we are trapped. Not all of us. Um, our, our generation's a little bit different, um, but we're the people who you know have that good grandma credit who could probably afford to do some of that stuff they still don't know how much things what cost. is it called good grandma credit expound you know your grandma used to go get if y'all needed a, a air conditioner or, mm. or 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 you granny needed, had a line of credit a granny it's sears sears for yeah sure for sure everything came from sears. all the appliances everything came from sears couch and sears had horrible tennis shoes and that's where <laughs> we always had to go and i was pissed and horrible jeans yeah okay. anyway um but yeah like we're not, we don't understand what things cost. So I, I remember when I bought my house um, and I was telling people, you know, about it or whatever. And people would ask, you know, how much is it? And I don't have a problem telling them because I think that we should be able to share that information. Agree, 100%. percent podcast with a different day. We should be able to talk freely about money and educate each other. We have to stop speaking, uh, my best friend and I call it, in the X amount of dollars spirit. Mm-hmm. Just tell people how much it costs. Um, it's okay. But anyway, yeah, my house was um two twenty five, right? Mm-hmm. And I would say that and they'd be like, two twenty five. Ooh, you can afford that? Well, I'm that's, sorry, none, that's none of your damn business. <laughs> but that's in Atlanta. That's cheap. That's yeah, pennies. Pennies and for where that. I'm buying my house, it's, I'm buying in an area that's about to get gentrification. So I'm still actually in a super cheap area buying low. So what, hopefully my house will uh, sell for half a million. Yeah, in yeah. about three or four years. Mm-hmm. And I'll try my best to do smart with that. Um but yeah, we, we, we just don't have an idea of how much things cost. Or when I'm talking to people about money and maybe say my car note or whatever, and I have I have a German car. Stop telling people my car is. Um, <laughs> but I have a German car, and it ain't necessarily cheap, but I got an okay deal. But I'll tell people my car note, it's like, what? And it, it, it just frustrates me because we have missed that mark. If they can come into Midtown in Atlanta and everything minimum is $400,000 and up for a studio, then they know something we don't know. Correct. They wouldn't. That's why we're not getting uh, two thousand price rent. Uh, sorry, two thousands price rent like we used to when you can move to Atlanta and still live in like Buckhead for nine hundred dollars. Right. Those, those were the right, right, days. Right. Hey, we was rich. Oh yeah, I was wealthy. Uh, but now, if you're in Buckhead, you're spending twenty five minimum. minimum, and we think that that's expensive. It's not expensive. It's normal. So what are we doing wrong when we don't? We're not keeping up with that. We're not educated. And I think the missed opportunity to educate is doing business with black business. Mm -hmm. Meaning, 
uh, RJ and I run successful catering companies. When people come to us, and this is why I always say, you know, no budget, no meeting, but people don't understand why a private chef costs X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. Like, if if I come to you and tell you that when I'm in certain cities, they pay me $20,000 to do a baby shower, y'all would die. Most people would die. Mm -hmm. But that's the truth. Mm -hmm. When I'm in certain zip codes, I can charge $20,000 for a baby shower. A baby shower, not a wedding, not a high-end corporate function, Mm -hmm. a basic baby shower. In Houston, there was a time when, I mean, people were pressed for $2,500. And this is no shade. I'm just talking numbers so that y'all understand um, what it is. And so to business owners, for us, because when we go to educate by sending an invoice, you all are flabbergasted, not you all literally, but people are flabbergasted by this uh, clear communication. This is how much it costs because it's not just the food that you see on the pictures. Mm-hmm. It is the little vessels that the food comes. I'm going to stop because I know, you, I know okay. you're going to go. Because this, okay. this is dear well, yeah. to her heart okay. and mine as well. Yeah. But she about to take it off the road. I'm going to stop you there. But yeah. I, you, you're completely right. And not just our business, but hair, uh, uh, makeup, and whoever yeah, else it everybody. is. We're, those, that's what you pay for that. And because you come to me... I'm gonna charge you what Bode's charging you. I'm and and, and to be frank with you, I do work with people a lot mm-hmm. to give them a, a decent thing, but respect that. I'm charging you what is a realistic price for the service I provide. So you should be able to do that across the board with any black entrepreneur company that you work with. Stop haggling us because you don't do that at those billion dollar companies that already have the money mm-hmm. and can come in and take over your neighborhood because they charge you whatever they charge you. Like we we we. We talked about this in the last episode. I think we need to start working together, and we need to understand Unity is that. important, and I think education across the board can be had and in any true. arena. Um, we can educate people just by simply having a conversation, exactly. and that's so, exactly where this so we can. Is. So let's talk about what, we, what I said was a different, for a different podcast. We should be able to talk about money freely very easily. Absolutely. Without it seeming like someone is boasting, yeah. someone is talking around you, or someone is trying to uh, do you, in yeah. the words, it's, it's simply... People that live in a free space about money can talk about money. I, mm-hmm. I just believe that. I think that when you're ashamed of maybe your credit score, you're ashamed. Listen, there are so many services out here to help you get your credit together. Mm-hmm. Legally there's, and illegally. Legally and illegally. And there's so <laughs> many people out here that want you. There are. Let me back up. There are so many people out here that are financial gurus. Shout out to Al Pickett. Shout out to Murph. I know a plethora of black men specifically that know their stuff when mm-hmm. it comes to this financial game. And y'all just be scrolling past that type of information Mm. like they're not talking about anything but the reality is we can set ourselves up for better education and better Mm. spaces if we just pay attention it's all around you and just be willing to get information so i have two examples real quick so when i was little i was just a curious child all the time for no reason and i remember my mom you know gets a paycheck or whatever and she would go to the bank to pass her check so when i asked how much is that how much is your check and i got in trouble yeah you did i got cussed out yeah you did and I'm just curious to know what money means. Like, I don't, I'm not asking you because I'm about to go tell your business or something. Yeah, well, that's a black parental thing. And yeah. I'm not really sure. I think I'm, I'm going to tell you where that actually comes from. Of course, everything comes from racism, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, black employees and white employees were paid differently. Mm. And that discussion about money just is something they carried into their household. Mm. My mom was the same way. And la- later and little did I know, my mother was a mail carrier making $100,000 a year. Mm. I had no idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? That my parents both were bringing in six figures into our household. And the good thing about knowing something like that is because I wouldn't expect the mail carrier to make that much. And Correct. People look, look down, down on that, that profession. Yeah. So anyway. And growing up, that was the thing. Like People like, oh, your parents are mail carriers. And they did give me that little disdain. I'm yeah. like... Why my lights have never been off and whatever that yeah. means our household was taken care of. Also, I didn't know my parents were able to pay their mortgage off 15 years earlier because mm. they they were smart about their money. My mm-hmm. parents, 
I will say this: it does start in your household what yeah. your parents are willing to share. My mom didn't necessarily share her her um, paycheck. Now that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like I said, I think that comes from other places. But my mom, like I mean, when it came to like credit, I knew my mom had a one credit, knew mm-hmm. it. Like she could go to the bank get whatever she needed for a little home improvement loan or whatever. There are things that we just don't even... There are people right now that need a new roof that don't realize they can go to their bank or should be able to go to a credit union mm-hmm. and get a small home improvement loan. Mm-hmm. They just think they got to save, 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 save mm-hmm. and get a new roof. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do that. There are things that are put in place for other cultures, people mm-hmm. of no color. Um, they get access to these things, and we don't. And so there's just a lot of space to educate, yeah. a lot of time. Take the time to go to your bank Learn more information about your community. You have friends that graduated from these amazing HBCUs that y'all go to. Tap on your friends and get information and get the more, um, just get a level up. And that's what this podcast is for, too, because we're we're definitely going to do ratchet stuff and drink Parmesan and all that. Yes. But we're going to get a credit guru or somebody on here, too, and we're going to have a discussion with them so we can understand that more. Because one of the other examples that I have is I was living in New York, and we went to um, a, a house party. And it was this beautiful brownstone in Harlem mm. and um, renovated from top to bottom or whatever. And the guy was renting like the the basement. The garden. basement. Mm-hmm. He was renting the first level of the basement. And, you know, I have that sub basement. Mm-hmm. It just tripped me out. But each level was just immaculate. And I knew he was renting. I don't know how I knew that, but I knew it. So I just moved to New York at that time. So I asked him, how much is your rent? And like the room stopped. Is if I asked him, like, pick a random question, but. Mm-hmm. It was like a faux pas, and it was just like, oh, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I thought that was a regular. It question. really is a stigma in our community. Like, we shouldn't know how much we're paying for car notes. Yeah. We shouldn't know how much we're paying for rent. And it's like, yo, like, th- that's a- another podcast. But just like the fact, even that we put our kids out at 17 and just be like, go get an mm. apartment. Mm. And other cultures keep their kids at home mm-hmm. until they marry and move into another mm-hmm. family because codependency is how you live in the and world. And they move into their home that their pa- the parents have helped you save the money for. It's correct. Mm-hmm. It's a, they start getting they yeah. you know little Jewish children they get fifty thousand dollars. But again, so that all comes back into we need to work together. Correct. Correct. So very good. We're gonna get the credit people on there because we don't know what you. So I want to personally invite Al Pickett <laughs> to come on. Al Pickett with the black print, Murph with the black print, and Anthony O'Neill. Any of you gentlemen, you black amazing men, come on up in here and teach us a good quick course on trading. These are black men that know how to trade money, mm, that know how to do all of that. Take it in a step further because mm-hmm. we also think we shouldn't be able to trade stock or know more about those things, and we just have to put ourselves in the space to learn. I am a lifelong student. I mm-hmm. believe in always being able and accessing information that I don't know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm still down here in Houston um, and visiting some family. Got to see my beautiful nieces. Um, and I took them to Juicy Crab because they've never been to Juicy Crab before. Mm-hmm. Um, what was you, that noise? It was that mm-hmm. wasn't the noise of joy and excitement and and and, and fulfillment I mean, I from those like, delicious I don't like crabs in a bag. bag. <laughs> Jinx. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, it's a little I hypertension. Love, it's a little bit. Of everything that. give you hypertension, child. Okay. You over here drinking parmesan? You gonna talk about crab in a bag? Anyway, Juicy Crab is an amazing, beautiful establishment. If you ever heard of Hot and Juicy Crawfish, it's a similar premise. Um, but they're franchising and they're popping up all over the place. I'm interested in getting one, possibly. Um, not for real, but I am a part of the loyalty program. Um, my <laughs> plaque is on the wall. I have eaten um, a mini, mini, mini crab legs. Um, they know me in there. They rock Did with me. Did you sign the back of the bathroom stall? I signed on the wall at the foyer, mm. at the entrance. I let them know. Um, 
But yeah, it, so we were there and I paid for them. My sister was like, these crab places cleaning up, charging all this money. And they popping up everywhere. And I was like, well, yeah, because they're cheap to run. She was like, how? It's crab and shrimp. That's expensive. And I was like, well, as a chef, I got to let you know that crab and shrimp ain't really that expensive. It's marked up often because the thing is, it used to be very expensive. But as farming practices and mm-hmm. different things got better, it's not as expensive as it used to be. But we still have that notion in our head that, that a lobster tail is really expensive. So you can go to Juicy Crab and buy a lobster tail for it's like twenty five dollars, I think twenty four dollars, and mm-hmm. I can go to Kroger and buy one for four ninety nine right now and eat them and do it myself. Nice. So those places aren't really that expensive. They just know how to buy their stuff in bulk. Crab legs are what like six seven dollars a pound. If you're buying one hundred fifty pounds, you probably get them for cheaper than that. So if they stacking them up, they can sell them to you for a quadruple the price. By the being by the boom, they're making money hand over foot. And in those juicy crab restaurants, all they need is some wood planks and uh, some wood tables and paper. They and give you, salt. Yep. All that seasoning. Shut up. And they give you plastic <laughs> silverware or whatever. So they're not spending a lot of overhead on interior, on interior design or um, materials. So it's a very lucrative business. So that's why you see them popping up everywhere because they're easy to put up, easy to do. And all I you got to do is get a big pot. I was called to do one and I just declined. But I understand it's the premise. I, I mean, it's not that. It's just, I like, to your point, like, they're everywhere. Like, I don't find yeah. it to be a unique food concept anymore. anymore. But, I mean, in... To your point, I mean, they're easy to run. And high-key, um, these Asian families have stole this concept from East Coast black people. And like, I thought that was interesting that they are mostly owned by Asians. That's really yeah interesting. It's kind of like casino money. Like, I just, like, casinos, black beauty supplies. I mean, the Asians have come in, and it's, shout-out to the Asians. I mean, they know how to unify their coin mm-hmm, and go true. in and take a cheap concept, mm-hmm. mark it up. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, y'all out here paying $400 for, like, the hair mm. bundles. I mean, it's just what it is. So I do think that we have to accept when someone has a great business model mm-hmm. and figure out how to mimic it ourselves or put a twist and spin on it to make it special and unique. But I mean, Black Beauty Supplies have been making Asian families rich for eons. Generations. Yes, yeah. that is very, very um, Shout out to the black girls that are opening up their own, though. I've seen several that reports of I amazing have, black yes. women doing that. I, that. I love to see it. Because, you know, ain't nothing like your girlfriend giving you that quiet high five. Like, girl, I got all the bundles uh-huh. and I got all the creams, all the edge control from Keisha. And shout out to all the um, black estheticians that are opening uh, nail salons. Shout out to Blake in Atlanta. Shout out to Penelope in Atlanta. Um, yes. I, it's nothing better to go get your nails done by a black person. Number one, I've never man. had that done. It's the best experience. And, 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 and it, it, it's just, I just can't even explain it. Well, I, you know, I'm glad you're saying that because I remember being very young um, in the wedding cake business and we had a black female. Shout out to Johnny. She's actually still out here doing nails, but she had a nail salon at the end of our strip mall. And I'll be honest, I didn't go to her because I was programmed to go to Asian families. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it is. Asian families own nail salons and they're the only people that know yeah. how to do nails. But that's the thing. They don't even know how to do nails. Well, in my opinion, they don't. They cut off all your half cuticles. your finger, mm-hmm. and so I get. It, it, they don't know how to do nails, in my opinion, and they talk bad about you in your face. I don't feel very clean in there a lot mm. of times, and I just don't relate. And I just it just feels forced all the time. Hey, honey, what you doing? Yes, you got boyfriend, <laughs> honey. honey. Yeah, it's very forced. It, it, but with the black lady, because you're that's an experience where you're very close, like a barber yeah. or hairstylist. You're very close. It's intimate. You, it's intimate, so you want to be comfortable. You're right. And you want to talk to someone. I hadn't thought about how much yeah. we sacrifice ourselves to go into those places. Yeah, exactly. And you, you're right. I don't know if you're talking about me. I, I'll be honest. What is always funny to me is when my daughter and I go, there's this assumption that we can't afford 
the hundred dollar yep. bill. Exactly. And I'm like, well, exactly. baby, I do this every week. Like I, it's it's, it's like we're we're walking in. We know we're about to get profiled. We're walking into racism every time. Whereas a black man, I hate going in there because I'm always overcharged. Oh really? Yeah, that's true. For that's some true. reason, because they think they have to work really hard on y'all. Exactly. People. I'm regular though. I go all the time, so mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. But I don't enjoy that. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to Aunt. In St. Louis, too, Ampity. He's a, a black man and does nails as well. Um, so let's get on these crab spots and get the black crab spots going. Yeah, I mean, so um, Ed, Ed Ham, my mentor and friend for a long time. Shout out to Ed. We brought you Social Junkie. And, you know, uh, Ed and I have talked about a few things in that vein. And I feel like crab spots work. Um, I don't want to see a million of them because then there's competition and there's yeah, supply true. and demand and all that. But it doesn't have to be crab. It can be anything. Like yeah. it's okay for us to own our own beauty so, supply. It's home. so end of story. Moral of the segment. Word, word, word. Coming to me. Um, shut up. Stop looking at me like that. It, I got it out. I mean, it's moral okay. Shade. Of the segment. Uh-huh. Um, more black owned businesses. Let's do this. A moral of the episode. Let's work together. Yes, to make it's these black happen. History month, or no? It's not. It's not. It's okay. It can be. All it can year, be. I, know. I mean, I you feel say, like we deserve a whole month. February I feel we should get February, February and March. Is longer than normal. I know, you're, and you're still feeling that joy. I just took my Black History Month tree down. I'm um, proud of you. Thank finally. you. Finally, <laughs> although I felt like it could have stayed up longer because the Christmas tree. I like, forgot to did. water it, so it was, it oh, was either catch on fire or take it down. So. Yes, yeah, so I think we have Black History every month. We should just continue from February, March, April, May, June. Okay, yeah. let's play a game. What game? We're gonna play have? our game they played last time because it is becoming my favorite. We love to see here. it. Don't look at my notes. Don't look at my notes. Don't look at my notes. I don't have any notes. Um, uh, this is gonna be called. Um, we're gonna cut. We're calling this either or. Either or. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Um, so, I came up with the topic for today, which is gonna be technology. Because mm. um, I was talking to a friend about. Well, if I tell you what it is, I'm gonna give the game away. So I'll I'll tap, I'll tap on it when we get to that point. Okay. Um, so these are quick fire. I just want you to go. He okay. doesn't want me to expound, y'all, because he knows well, we, I like well, to we go can, on. We can, we mm-hmm. can. If, if we'll, we'll see what we'll your see. reaction oh, is. Oh, he's policing me. So Continue. we both have cameras. Well, you're gonna answer this one easy. I was gonna say Nikon or Canon. It's a Canon. Damien, do you know about cameras? Don't try to drag Damien into this. Nikon or Canon. Boom. Forget y'all. So we're talking about Canon. I don't like that. It sounds. I feel like Asian. I don't know. I like I, Nikon. Give me black. I don't know why. I don't. Nikon, Nikonisha. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, it just, I don't know. It just feels black. <laughs> Not um, Well, Canon is cute, and it works. And a lot of my favorite photographers. Y'all yeah, chime in. I want to see what, what the difference is. Somebody say something. Not kind of Canon. Do it under the comments or whatever. Say it. People familiar with Nikon, too? Canon got good ads. Y'all remember them Canon ads where it be soft family pictures like that and it used to be an essence I feel like or something too anyway don't be a dry hater though Canon works Black it's user friendly MySpace ooh okay little known fact I never had a MySpace definitely had a Black Planet shout out to Lady Links L-A-D-I underscore L-Y-N-X that was my name <laughs> Black Planet <laughs> what was your name on Black Planet oh I don't remember child I've had the name the Is same Chef name. RJ no I wasn't no chef back then I didn't know who oh. that was <laughs> Um, I was not good at making up names, so oh my, my name God. was, I'm a junior, so my name was Little... Little RJJ? Little, little, little Rye RJ. Oh, okay. Um, and it's been on everything. That's still on my Georgia Power account and my Bank of America. And everything. He oh, just telling y'all. My information. He got all your business. Y'all go and look him up. <laughs> he little somebody on there. Hey, y'all know little some crafty somebody. people listening to it. Shout out to the boosters. Um, <laughs> uh, Android iPhone. 
I mean, do we need to discuss no, this? No, answer it. iPhone. Android or iPhone uh, 2010. iPhone? Android or iPhone 2010 when iPhone was just a part of AT&T. I got my iPhone in 2011. Oh, she got that hot credit, y'all, because mm-hmm. I couldn't get I was on Verizon. I worked at Verizon at the time. We didn't oh. get an iPhone. So I stayed with... I stayed with that high Android, whatever the new thing was. I oh, trained yeah, that no. bitch. I had a new phone every month. You know what? So uh, what people don't know is back in the Gap, uh, I used to do product placement. And I did product placement for the T-Mobile sidekick. Shout out to everybody. She on. is a damn T-Mobile who had a sidekick because it was dope. And we so did video placement. was my favorite phone, but it was the raggediest oh, phone Oh, my God. It was such a ratchet phone. World. You spin that thing around and it would keep going. You know the screen. The screen would just keep swirling, swirling. It it it, it just did. It never worked. It just. But never, I have. But I, it was cool. I have a. I Bling. have a quick side story about that. Bling. I remember we did product placement. I can't with you. I it, missed it literally the action because you you felt like hot shit. You did. When you you swing that, that thing out. out. That heavy ass phone. Oh, that phone was Bling. heavy. And then we was wearing skinny jeans at the time too, so you just looked like yeah. you got a Bible in your back pocket. Okay. Well. Bling. Well, I do have a quick story about the sidekick from a business perspective. I remember doing product placement, so we would go and put it in music videos. So mm. Snoop Dogg, we put it in the, um, I think it was a beautiful video or something. I don't know. Snoop Dogg, we did Killer Mike. Shout out to Killer Mike. But Jay-Z, I will never forget sending him the phone and saying, hey, we need to put an Excuse Me Miss video. And they was like, all right, cool. So that's my favorite Jay-Z song. Just so you know. I love that song. Well, that video, that was actually yeah. no, it's like Beyonce, but we'll get back to that later. Um, so, you know, the little girl in the video, she swings it because Jay's texting her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so back then we kind of paid people with products. Like, hey, we'll give you 10 units. Mm-hmm. And my Nick came back and was like, I mean, the units <laughs> is cool. No, no. Oh. What he said was, the phones are cool. I need two years of free service for all 10 units. I said, oh. So I had to, he said, what am I going to do with the phone without, if, if it don't work? And that's why he's a billionaire. And that's why he's a billionaire. Mm. So quick quick story about Jay-Z. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like he just has always been in that mindset of mm-hmm. getting the full enchilada. He ain't here mm-hmm. for no bits, pieces, or coins. You know, we could talk about the um, NFL thing later, but I think he finally got what people were expecting him to get out of that deal. That's another story. Mm-hmm. $100 million. We, so Super Bowl just ain't going to end. We even keep it's never going to end. No, not Super Bowl. Just the NFL, Kaepernick thing. But that ain't, that ain't never going to end either. Um, all right, so iPhone or BlackBerry? Okay. So I didn't go into that. So I knew this would get you. So the reason I brought this one up, but why this even started because me and a friend were having a discussion. I found out that BlackBerry is officially over in August. There will never there be, will another be another BlackBerry run. unless That's someone right. rides the rights or something like that. BlackBerry, well, you answer the question. BlackBerry or iPhone? BlackBerry. BlackBerry. And I would have to go with the same thing. Black the Berry. BlackBerry Curve was my Ooh, absolute speak about favorite it. Speak about it. Speak about it. ever had in my life. Had a little rollerball? I could throw that bitch across a football field down a Rocky Mountain into a lake and pick it up and send 50 emails in the middle Hallelujah. and hit a, a BlackBerry pan. What came after the BlackBerry Curve Code? Because that wasn't good. I dropped that um, one time and it fucked up. The Bold. Okay, I dropped that phone on the windowsill waiting for the movers to come move me out of my apartment. I was very pregnant with Zoe. She's been bougie a long time. Yeah, I have to pay the movers. I don't trust my friends move my things. Well, that's Love true. I don't, I don't move nothing. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, play the nice two men to come pick up all your things. So I dropped my phone on the windowsill on like the corner, brand new phone, went black, never saw it again. Mm. So when I delivered my child into the world, I'm shamed to say that her first photographs were on a Samsung Android Mm. because I was my little temporary phone and then I got an iPhone after that. But yeah, BlackBerry was so dope. It was difficult for me to transition from BlackBerry to iPhone because I was so used to touching the buttons. And the scroll, the ball. The ball, the roller ball. And then 
when I got somebody's BlackBerry like a year later, after I had the, had, had the iPhone for like mm-hmm. a year, maybe I could barely press them buttons because mm-hmm. my touch, you, you I had mastered you the touch. Over, yep. So, yeah, technology has taken us a lot of places. I do know through 9-11 we survived technology at that time because of BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. That's really why I was so dependable yep. for corporations. So exactly. I think it's dope. Yeah, BlackBerry was an amazing phone. What happened was when it went from the curve to the bold, that's when they tried to step it up a notch because with the iPhone, and they just lost it. They lost it, yeah. I think it had touchscreen and buttons and stuff, and it just was, the software wasn't the same, and they, they just lost it. If they ever were to bring a curve back out, I might get one just as my trap Just phone, to hold it. As my Obama phone or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Bay, phone for me and Bay. Tinder or Christian Mingle? Ooh. I've done both. And so I, I put this question down wondering if you had experience with them and I knew it. And yeah, you knew I did. Okay, okay so Christian Mingle um or Tinder. Ooh. I'ma go with Tinder for like just quick like satisfaction. And when I say quick satisfaction, like, okay, Christian Mingle was a weird place. You see how she rolled over quick satisfaction? And mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave it right there. <laughs> mm. Anyway, mm. I ain't never had no hookup with nobody from Tinder. Let's be clear. Quick Probably had a hookup with somebody from Christian Mingle. I can't really remember, and but right. that's my time. Uh, Christian Mingle was weird because everyone had this weird pretense. Like you might run into your, like your singles ministry like member. Like somebody so I have no experience with Christian Mingle. I mean, well, I'm still laughing about T.S. Madison. I mean, I think she's hilarious when she talks about you know all these men on Christian Mingle who are really looking for something else, but. She's probably right. And, you know, she Christian Mingle. Yes, yeah, she would be the one to know. Christian Mingle was a weird place because it was just like you could tell dating had finally hit like a particular patch. Like, mm. okay, now we're officially uh, going back to Jesus now. Okay. We're just, hey, you know what? <laughs> it's bad out here. I'm washed. <laughs> I'm washed. I'm washed. I'm not, I'm not going the to the club no more. I'm washed. I'm not going to the cookout no more looking for these men, looking for these women. Mm. I'm looking for a wholesome person who believes in Jesus, who's going to log on and talk about God. And then the crazy thing is they were never talking about the Lord on there. They were just some thotty men. And I don't know what the women were doing, but the men were thotty. Mm. And they were probably like deacons so it at was the just church. tender with a cover. It was tender with a Bible. Mm. <laughs> and a prayer cloth, you know. Because they tried to put these real wholesome, you know post like their little captions or whatever about who they were as a person yeah. like oh I go to church three to four times a week I you know I mean got one. You, yeah I bet he did he's well, married now so we, we, we congratulations to him that is so nice I'm so happy for him um, we love to see it I wish you was a gay black man so I could ask you about the other apps Oh, I know about the other apps, though. Let's what talk about you it. Know about the apps? Let me tell you what about the apps. The reason, I know, okay, so let me, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I'm going to go ahead and admit it right here. Uh-oh. I was the girl that had certain apps on my phone so that when I would go out in, like, Sunday Funday, I could see who up in here is up Uh-oh. in here on the apps. Because here's the thing. Oh, the location. So I'm the, talking about pre-location-based apps, though. Okay, I don't know about those. Okay. I know of them. Like, okay. which am I, like, Adam for Adam? Men for now or Adam for Adam. Adam for Adam, I know about, but I don't know about the other one you just said. Yeah, about BGC. Oh, BGC, like a chat. Yes. <laughs> I'm a real hag, honey. You can't yeah. really get past me with a whole lot. But so I'm, a, I'm an old Republican white man trapped yeah. in a gay black man. Bias. She is a, a, a very flamboyant mm-hmm. uh, gay black man trapped in yes. a fabulous female black body. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so those apps back in the day. Ooh, I actually, I don't want to talk about that. Actually. Okay, let's move on. We're, we don't want to be triggered. Um, do you have anything else for today? Technology for you. I don't have an either or for you because I wasn't expecting technology. But... That's fine. So I'm, I, I like that. I'm just going to keep that going. We're going to do, that's just going to be a thing we do. I love it. Okay. It was cute. And on, the easy, and, and on a fun note. It was. Because it gets real in here sometimes. Yeah. Hot. 
Yeah. Uh, no, we're not going to do that because Damien is our, our yeah, nigga. We appreciate, we appreciate the studio space. It is a little, it's a little toasty in here. It's not his fault though. It's all the equipment. They do this on purpose so that you, when you come in here and you record those songs, lay your tracks down. We ain't got time for you to do all that. The, come the here, third and fourth verse. Down. We don't we care about come that. Come here, do a Jay-Z, spit it, and go. Yeah. Memorize it. Don't write it down. sweat it out in here. Mm-hmm. Okay? No need to go to the gym. The sauna is right here. But we appreciate it. it maybe it's making our voices sound better, too. I, I think know. so. It's a warm Humanitarian. space. Okay. Well, thanks for coming to Kitchen Counter. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to Kitchen Counter Chat yet again. Log in. Subscribe. Like. Leave voice recording uh, comments. And, mm-hmm. you know, share with a friend. Talk on your Blackberry curve and let us know. Um, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Kitchen Counter Chat. Shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, concerns, show suggestions, uh, product placement, anything like that. Because we like black businesses and we will support you. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we want to get paid for this. But for right now, we'll do it for free. Um, but that's kitchencounterchat at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal Instagram is at it's Chef RJ, I-T-S Chef RJ. And my personal Instagram is Chef the number two, Chef to the stars. Mm-hmm. Tattooed on her neck. Actually, it's on her titty. Yeah. It's a titty tattoo. On the left side. (laughs) (laughs) Inside of a heart. It's generally the left one, actually. It is. Is It's over your heart. So that's what that means, because it's usually like a baby boob, a teddy bear, Mickey Mouse. Butterfly wings. And it's always on the left Left titty. Interesting. I think of Faith Evans always when I think of a good left titty tattoo. Mary got a cross, I think. Yeah. Okay. A good one. A good cathedral cross. Oh, too. oh, nasty cross. Uh-huh. Like Jesus didn't die on that one, but we Ooh. no, it's not a rugged cross. Thank you for listening. Thanks for playing. Bye, y'all. Uh...